So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, long time no see. <laughs> and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. But you might be wondering why long time no see. I actually didn't record any episode yesterday. So yesterday I actually scheduled every single episode that was uploaded, which was quite great, to be honest, um, to some kind. On the other side, I just really miss it to be here, just, you know, recording the episode and just putting in my fucking passion in what I'm doing here. And this feels great. And now I'm feeling great because I'm here and I'm doing what I love to do, or at least think I love to do. <laughs> and, um, but on the other hand, uh, it was quite great that you do just can do something else rather than just sitting there and doing your thing which is totally also something great. So I do think that when I was or when I would be doing something in terms of my work, I wouldn't like to do the same whole shit all the fucking time. You know, I think it would be just, you know, quite bothering me if I was doing the whole thing or the same thing all the fucking time. But yeah, um, as you might can see and totally I think can see in the background, we are going ahead with the Char Charisma book. Um, that I've been going through, uh, I think, yes, yeah, yesterday, practically. Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, and I hope the other episode yesterday, which might have been about Jeff Bezos, probably. I do think so. Maybe, yeah, it was about Jeff Bezos. I do hope that this was quite great as well. So just go through articles and other stories rather than books, um, just to have this certain experience or this certain maybe perspective um, of getting something else and always the book shit um, even though I do just have to say that going through the books um, especially on sites where all these things like headlines are there and they are structured and whatsoever makes it pretty easy for me to go through them and just to kind of yeah maybe put them into a video so that people actually can learn something from that but yeah we are going ahead with the book and I'll be straight ahead and it is working. That's fine. Because most often I do just have to re, um, reattach the window to the window you see on the left. Here. Here. <laughs> it is so fucking disturbing that I always have to use my left hand to point to the left. Hmm. I have to use my right hand to point to the right. But yeah. And we're going ahead with self-compassion and I would highly recommend you to go through the other episodes as well because there was a great lot of uh, information there and you do not have to, honestly. You do just can go through this one with me because there is nothing like a whole story and you would have been just, you know, out of context if you wasn't just, um, or if you weren't just going through the other ones as well. Um, but it would help and it would help you, I think, and you will can gain a lot of great information there. In my point of view, at least. <laughs> I hope my teeth aren't. Because I actually just ate something. I hope I'm just not looking like a fucking moron. It would be fine. <laughs> Self-compassion. So self-confidence is our belief in our ability to do or learn something. And self-confidence, or I would actually say confidence. I don't know. I don't know if there is something like self-confidence. 
But confidence is very important. And I do think that a lot of people lack confidence because they are thinking about what other people may be thinking about them. But it's total bullshit. Because the fact is, and you might just know this as well, um, and or noticed this as well, that most often we just don't think anything. Maybe if there's someone who is just having red hair or blue hair, you might think, okay, you know, this looks shit. But even though, or even if certain people just think something like this, just give a fuck about it. You know, they, they just aren't telling you as well. You know, they won't come up to you and tell you, okay, your hair looks completely shit. Please, you know, kinda, <laughs> please cut it away <laughs> or cut it off, actually. Um, I don't know, or I don't think so, that people would do this. And, you know, but a lot of people just value... Um, other people's opinions so much that they are some kind of crippled by them or they just really are relying on them which is something you shouldn't be doing because they don't know anything about you and this is just fact you know even though the very closest people to you maybe your parents maybe your really closest friends do not know everything about you so and all these people who are outside there they know shit about you they know nothing about you so do not get bothered by what they may be thinking. I struggle with it as well, to be honest, because um, I was often just wondering like, okay, I would really like to do vlogs more often and vlogs um, in different situations, um, for example, in public. Um, but this is something I quite do not like to do because, you know, it's in public and all the people are just, you know, looking at you as if you were something like, I don't know, a monster. <laughs> Funny, you know. Um, no, but... And this bothers me about me because I do just I do just not think about what other people might be thinking, but I um, maybe I'm not. I think it's not about confidence, but it's about really just doing. Maybe I don't know. Let's go ahead. Self-esteem is how much we approve our value or value ourselves. It's a comparison-based evaluation, and totally because if you just compare it. Compare, compare, <laughs> compare yourself to a completely different person who might be in a completely different situation than you are. Your self-esteem might go down, and um, that that's total bullshit because you're then just comparing yourself to a person. You know, it would be the same exact thing as I would just compare myself to, I don't know, Trump or Obama or you know all these you know quite rich people. Why would I? You know. If I just really compare myself with them, it's totally clear that I am just, you know, I'm not having that much of a value than they have, even though this sounds completely dumb because people are just really high in value, you know, people are just really enormously um, precious, totally. Self-compassion is how much warmth we can have for ourselves. It's based on self-acceptance. Please accept yourself, you know, you can... You can do a lot about yourself in terms of your mind and in terms of your body and in terms of your character. You know, in terms of, by mind, I quite mean just learning more and or just doing brain exercise. There are quite a lot of things you can do for your brain and don't eat shit and don't drink any alcohol and just do not put as much drugs into you as you might have been. And this will totally help with your body and with your mind and maybe even with how you accept yourself and how you see yourself and how... I'm happy are with your body and or your mind or yourself. Studies show it's healthier to focus on self-compassion rather than self-esteem because it is not based on others. Totally. 
and exercise list five ways you already care for yourself when you're having a hard time. And another exercise, take several deep breaths, imagine someone who loves you, let them tell you that you are forgiven and that everything about you is perfect, everything down to your imperfections. Even as you are, even as you are right now, you are perfect. Um, I quite wouldn't say so, and I do think a lot of people aren't thinking about thinking like this about themselves, which is, I think, first of all, totally normal and also totally good in some way, because just being like, you know, I'm perfect and there is nothing to work about uh, or to work on about me might not be that truthful to yourself. You know, there are always or there is always something you can do about yourself, whether it's in terms of your body, you aren't that, you know, in a good shape or about your characteristics, you just maybe you are aggressive quite often. There's often something to change or to adapt. And that might be even a better word because it sounds, you know, quite... Not cute, but more like not so negative, I would say. But yeah, um, even though I do just have to say going for perfectionism is total bullshit, whether it's in terms of your designs, whether it's in terms of your business and whether it's in terms of yourself. There is not something like uh, perfection. You know, you might think, okay, there is something like perfection, but you will go so hard for this fucking thing it's not worth it. And there is no fucking perfection. Nothing is perfect. You can either accept it or not accept it, but it will never be perfect. Most often. Sometimes I myself, when I'm designing something or drawing something, I really come to the conclusion, okay, this is really something that I think is perfect or it turned out quite perfect. But then often there are just some things like, you know, Maybe this type is a little bit too big, or maybe this drawing has, you know, some, um, I don't know, wrong shadings in it, or whatever. There's quite always something to just improve or change, because I wouldn't say that it is necessarily an improvement. Often I really came to the conclusion that, especially when I was working on drawings, that most often, or quite often when I'm going for the perfectionism, then it turns out quite bad and even worse than than quite in the in the process of doing it so at the end the end goal or the end product wasn't as good as in some stage in the process itself which shouldn't be the case you know and this just really shows you okay you did too much and you did you know too much in terms of you thinking you will be making it perfect but it turned out to be not as good as it used or as it could have been Using your body to change your mind. I love this one. And I will just fucking close it up. Um, well, it's not that a good of idea. But yeah. <laughs> so use your body to change your mind. Our body affects our... Our mind affects our body language, but the opposite is also true. Use purpose. Use propose posture. Take up space with confidence, poses and smile. Choose your music carefully. It heavily affects your mood. I just love this fucking paragraph and all these or these just three points because they're totally right. Um, it's totally that our body and mind connection is so deep and I've been talking about this just several times but it's so deep and it's quite amazing and you can just really show it as they say by body language or said actually by body language because um, you really 
just act and you really posture how you're feeling internally or what you're thinking if you're thinking internally. And you can probably see that most often, even though it might sound a little bit like, you know, it's so obvious and whatsoever, if people are stroking their chin, they might be thinking about something. Even though, I do just have to say, if you ask them, they will probably say no. It's not what it is, but um, but they are. What the fuck? But they are. Sorry if it just bothered you that my fucking phone or that my fucking phone was so fucking bright. It might have disturbed you from actually <laughs> looking at me and that it is actually quite in the frame. Shouldn't be. Or I don't want it to be. Um, and also with with the poses, because actually Harvard, I think it even was in 2008, so actually 10 years ago, and they quite proved that's just by the way you're moving and by the way you're acting and how you speak, um, in terms of your uh, tone of voice actually and the speed and whatsoever, you can really quite um, just change the way you're feeling. You know, if you're just sitting like this, like, you know, for the podcast listeners, <laughs> I'm just sitting like, you know, with a very round back and just really kind of crippled or something. And I'm not looking like I'm confident. I'm not looking like that I'm feeling good. And I'm totally not looking like then, I don't know, that I have maybe self-esteem or that I quite am happy with the way my life is right now. But if I'm being like this, I just have a broad and maybe a triangular body position and I'm straight up, my back is straight and I'm just maybe um, speaking more in a way that is exciting for myself or that I am excited about what I'm doing here. And people definitely feel my enthusiasm and also that I'm confident. I'm confident with what I have to say and with what I'm saying. And I'm confident and or just I'm feeling good. This is totally also something you can see. But it's not practically or theoretically about how others see you. You know, it could be important in terms of a job interview or in terms of something else. Um, but you also feel like it. And I can't quite validate it, to be honest. Um, but I do just think so. Because if it is like um, your mind just really changes how you act or your just body language, then it just has to be the other way around as well. You know, this is just something I believe in and, you know, Harvard just kind of validated it. There is an article on it, you might be just going through it. And also Tony Robbins also says it and, you know, these are just all factors that lead me to saying, okay, this could actually be true. And also with the whole music thing. I think music, if taken carefully or chosen carefully, can just really let you feel good. Um, if it's happy music, if it's inspirational music or even motivating music. And also I think voices, you know, we all can surround ourselves with so great voices like Les Brown or Eric Thomas or Gary Vee or even Tony Robbins. You know, there's so much a so much people who just have a great experience in some kind of a, a context or whatever. And just listening to them, I think, or it always made me feel inspired and motivated and all these great things. Um, but it also the thing with just always um, listening to negative stuff. It will also let you feel negative. Charismatic first impressions. People like those who are similar to us in both speech, demeanor, whatever this is, 
and appearance and etc. Wear clothes similar to those that you want to attract. Develop a good handshake and avoid overpowering alpha male handshakes. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's totally true. That's totally true. You know what? Um, I do think, I do think the problem with the whole um, body language thing is that the more you know, the more you will use it, and the more um, the chances that you're actually using it in a wrong way or too oversaturated or too overexposed. Um, what I mean is that um, people who know about handshakes will probably just use this certain this certain handshake and whatever they're using. And it might be wrong, and people might just feel not as good as with a quite normal handshake. And this is the first one, but uh, the actual thing is, it's totally fucking true. Don't use <laughs> or avoid the overpowering alpha male handshakes. <laughs> like crushing somebody's hands and some shit like this. That's totally true. Um, but the first one is break the ice. Uh, compliment something someone is wearing. Totally always great, but not also for the first impressions. I would totally say we all should do it more often in general, because people often wear great shit. That's that's for sure. And people often just, you know, have something maybe about their character that other people like as well. And just pointing it out will totally make their day. It's not about how you will feel, it's about how they will feel. But also you feel you will feel amazing because you make others feel amazing as well. If you're just telling them something like, okay, yeah, your code is looking very fucking good. And or you, I love your character, I love your friendliness. And all these things that could really make somebody's day. Uh, ask an open an open and a question like, what's the story behind that and where is it from an ATC? And this first of all leads to the person just talking about themselves, which is totally a plus point. And second of all, it just leads to a conversation. And it it really does, rather than just being like, okay, um, do you feel good today? Then it's rather a yes or it's a no. And this is then the problem, because there's a closed closed and a question, or close, uh, closed and a question, I think. Um, whereas there's just only a yes and or a no. Whereas with open-ended questions, and you might totally be knowing this, I'm, I'm not going to. And <laughs> um, yeah, okay, uh, open-ended questions just, yeah, let other people just talk way more and especially talk about themselves or what they think you know it's but it's also something like themselves um, ask open-ended questions that don't have a yes or no answer because there are no open-ended questions using lingo that relates to what they are interested same as Lyle Loans recommends it's l-e-i-l-l-o-w-n-d-e-s um, the graceful ac graceful exits. Don't linger until it's weird. Leave on a high note. Offer them something when you leave. And don't worry about what you said or what... So don't worry about what you said or what to say. Uh, MIT study shows that how you make them feel matters. Um, okay. So it seems not be about what you're speaking and what you're talking about but rather how they feel about it. Hmm. And I totally think so. If you're just talking to someone and they, during your conversation, are feeling just great, why wouldn't they just be pissed about the whole conversation? Or why wouldn't they just, I don't know, don't feel good about the, about the whole conversation? Because, in fact, they just really 
you know, we're happy during the whole conversation. So there's no quite reason to not like the conversation. I'm just thinking. <laughs> um, if you need to save someone for a conversation, focus on warmth and charisma on the person who is going to lose and ask, I'm really sorry, but X is needed to do Y. Would you mind if I take them? This gives them the impression that they had a say in the matter and avoids hurting their feelings. Um, even though I do have to say, if you're just asking someone like this, um, especially if it's something like a stranger, so I'm not totally saying, okay, this is a person you have never met before, um, but you know, a person that you have just quite met, um, just telling them, okay, if it is okay for them to just really leave and um, because there is somebody who just needs you or whatsoever, they will always say yes. Um, maybe if it's about business or something like this, they might be like, okay, you know, don't you just want to continue with this? Or, um, yeah, or as I said, they might be just asking you if you want to continue this little talk with you in some other time or at some other time. So why not? So I do feel, okay, people will totally say yes anyways, but maybe just lets them feel differently. This quite then about the the period or the, the, the uh, what um, they were telling like before and that it actually only matters about how they feel. Speaking and listening with charisma. To listen with charisma be to listen with charisma, be present, don't interrupt and process what others said for two seconds before speaking. To speak with charisma. Speak about positive topics, make people feel good when you speak to them, find positive connotations and take a compliment in in full. Don't negate or don't say it's nothing or you make the person who gave you the compliment feel they were go they were wrong to compliment you. I think that's totally right because People like to give compliments, even though they're not doing it all the time, and even though I do not understand why they're not doing it that often. Um, but just being like, you know, no, that's that's something like not true, or you know, this whole shit that everybody's quite doing all the fucking time. Um, I do feel it will um, just let the other person who is just complimenting you feel way better if you're just taking the compliment and being like you're so nice and you know, thank you for complimenting me or just something like this or thank you for your attention. Thank you for you um, just seeing this. That's not something a lot of people have seen before. I think something like this can just really up the, positive, the positivity in the whole conversation. Uh, you can get more friends in two months by becoming truly interested in other people than you can, than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. And just give a try. Um, who said this fucking great um, quote right now that I was just reading? So I'm going to read it again. You can get more friends in two months by becoming truly interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. Um, I give you from now on two seconds. Three. That's five. Do we have an answer? Maybe write it down in the comments, actually. Or if you're in the podcast, you know, DM me on all the platforms you might just like. Uh, all the links should be in the podcast description. Or actually, I'm sorry for not just letting you see it. <laughs> and or uh, actually in the uh, episode description as well. Send it to me. 
I gonna validate it or just tell you, okay, you know, it wasn't, or you might just see it anyways right now. So it is from Dale Carnegie, you know, the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People, one of the greatest books I've ever read in my fucking entire life. Um, use metaphors and create images because we're all um, visual animals quite, um, but don't use images when discussing negative things. Yeah, makes sense. Because to really just um, emphasize the good points or the positive stuff and or the positive topics and really not just underline and <laughs> and just really, um, yeah, point out all the negative stuff. Makes sense to me. Deliver high value. Speaking to someone means you demand time and attention. So you must deliver on it. Make what you're saying what you're saying entertaining, give interesting or helpful information, or find a way to arouse good feelings. Totally. I like this book. I really love this book there because there's so much in it that I would say, okay, um, this is totally something that I would suggest to other people as well. Um, often there's like, which is totally normal and it makes sense that in some books there are great information. And there is a lot of great information but sometimes, you know, there are some points that I would say like, okay, no, I wouldn't say so. And this is not something that I would suggest to anyone out there. And that's totally okay, because we all have different opinions. But this is totally a book up to this point, I have to say. Um, all these points are just really the points that I would say as well. Maybe there was something in a, you know, episode before that I was being like, okay, you know, I wouldn't say so. I think this is not true or something like this. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm totally not sure. Voice power. Speak slowly and slowly. Pause frequently and lower intonation at the end of the sentence. Smile. It heavily affects how you sound and speak. I'm going to read it again and I'm just going to use all these techniques or whatever they just tell, told me. And let's see if it you know makes a difference. I'm gonna just make the first one, so they're just normal, how uh, maybe too enthusiastic person would just go through this, and then I will totally use what they say. So speak slowly and slowly, pause frequently and low intonation at the end of the sentence, smile, it heavily affects you, uh, it heavily affects how you sound and speak. And not just how they would say, speak slowly and slowly, pause frequently and lower intonation or in intonation at the end of the sentences. Smile, it heavily affects how you sound and how you speak. Does this make a great uh, difference? Um, I would say I do in generally just speak like this or how they pointed out. As but not quite when I'm <laughs> doing the episode, actually, because I quite tend to get as faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster, um, which surely isn't the best thing all the time. You know, it might seem like I'm enthusiastic what I'm talking about, or it might seem like, okay, um, yeah, I want to give you as much information as possible in the shortest amount of time, um, but not pausing, I think, is something that very disturbs myself, with me just being like, okay, uh, how I view myself or how I go through it. And also the people who are just, you know, listening to me, I would say. 
Maybe we're gonna use it. And also check out Vocal Power by Roger Love. You know what? Hmm. Because I deeply am interested in voice. Because I'm using my voice every day. And I do know that's just, you know, the tone of your voice. How you speak, if it's slowly, if it's surely. And or if it's just really fast and enthusiastic. Even though it doesn't have to be compared like this. You can also be just very fast and boring. Um, I think that's just, it's just very important. And it just really is very important. And um, because it just quite determines how you feel to other people and how other people feel about you um my now i might be not i might be as a little bit i don't know it might be a little bit better to listen to me because i'm speaking a little bit slower and i'm just using more pauses and um but it also could be like okay i'm too slow for some people which is totally something that's not great as well so um, I often came to the conclusion that some people, um, especially if it's in terms of an audiobook or something, if they're talking too slowly, I quite feel like, hmm, you know, I want to get more information. And I feel like, okay, I could get more information if they were talking faster. The good thing about this is that um, often you can really just uh, determine in the apps and whatever you're using how fast the playback is. If it's really slow and you can slow it down and you can fasten it, um, even though I have to say, okay, this this quite disturbs the whole experience, because it manipulates the the way the audio is. You know, it's uh, if it's faster, it might be not as accurate and maybe a little bit pitched even. And if it's slower, it might seem like the whole thing is broken, <laughs> which is totally not great. But but yeah. By the way, I hope that you like the outro i do just really have to see if it's actually called outro because i don't fucking know can you see my 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 button up is it a button up shirt i don't fucking know you know this nice shirt that you're wearing with the suit it's not a polo is a polo polo i don't fucking know i don't fucking know <laughs> but yeah i hope you've got something out of this episode and i i quite truly know that and I hope it just was a little bit of a fun just, you know, listening to me and what I have to say. And I do hope that I could just provide additional information to what I was talking about and what I was reading. Um, which is totally something that I'm going for because I'm just only reading it is not enough. Just reading it just leads to people like, okay, you know, I could go through it on myself as well. And I would just quite um, save a lot of time. But But yeah, I hope you're doing well. I uh, hope you get your health, wealth, happiness, and especially also success, even though happiness for me is totally something I purely wish you. You know, I wish you all these things that I was just saying, but the most thing I wish you is happiness, because I truly believe in happy and being happy, and just when you're happy that everything else doesn't quite matter anymore. But on the other hand, I do just want you to quite think about your legacy and about giving back to the people that you are not serving yet because you're not giving back to them with that being said i hope you have a wonderful day and or night and i'll see you right ahead because i might be just recording the other episode right now i'll see you <laughs>